Listen the Modex Blockchain Podcast. Today's topic, women in tech. Enjoy. Laura, can you tell a little bit about yourself, something fun about yourself, and what do you do? Uh, so, directly me, I have over 15 years of experience in uh, creating and producing software for various industries, including governmental uh, institutions. And, and I must say, there is nothing else that I would like to do because... I love every letter from the STEM uh, abbreviation. I love science, I love technology, I love engineering, and especially I love math. And uh, I truly believe, uh, and I believe this since I was a child, in a digital world and the technological future. I was attracted to movies like Star Wars and uh, uh, everything related to, to technology. Uh, when I log out, I must say, just to give a personal touch about myself, I must say that I love music. I love to play the piano and I also love uh, psychology because I realized pretty soon, thankfully in my career, that the saying, uh, never stop improving uh, yourself, is, it's not just a saying and, and constantly evolving has a positive impact both in our professional life uh, and our personal life and of course on, on the people around us. So uh, now I joined Modex, the company I'm with right now in 2016 and the company was creating back then the first uh, fintech app with funds transfers in chats it was called money mail me and we quickly the company quickly understood uh, the impact a technology like blockchain can can have in in creating software so since then we've shifted our focus towards blockchain technology and in 2019 we've launched a product which is also patented and it's called Modex Blockchain Database or, or Modex BCDB and, and this is a new take on the blockchain technology because we, we wanted to remove the need to invest resources in blockchain training because this is expensive both in time and costs and, and actually we wanted to facilitate fast adoption of the technology in, in uh, organizations and, and things like uh, interoperability between multiple systems or decentralized financial systems are, are buzzwords of these days and, and th those are exactly the areas where, where the product we have created, Codex BCDB, has the biggest impact and this is exactly my role in the company as chief development officer to prove the use of Modex BCDB in, in various uh, industries or various areas. No, and to hear the fun part about yourself, it won't be fair if I don't share mine. <laughs> so uh, just to make it all fair and um, nice game, a fun part, fun thing about me would be uh, a lot of people don't know I'm a martial artist. I've trained Kung Fu. I have been training Kung Fu and I'm on a, I'm on level eight. I'm very proud of it. So let's now go back to our geek stories. This is also, you know, geeking around, telling mm -hmm. about uh, technology and then martial arts. I love the fact that you mentioned Star Wars. It's one of my favorites as well. Uh, so let's talk about then the stories of how did you become yeah, I landed, if I can say so, I landed by mistake. I'm also a tech graduate and like I said be, be, uh, in the previous question, um, software is all I know how to do. But I landed in the blockchain space by mistake uh, because this is the company, this is what Modex decided to do at some point in their, uh, in, in their time, in their timeline. So I joined Modex after uh, 10 years of corporate culture because I, I was in need uh, of a change from doing the same things every day and I was actually uh, in need of a challenge and I wanted to reach the next level of knowledge in, in software and I wanted to go the extra mile and not just sit comfortably in my in my office chair developing banking software because this is what I was mostly doing back then so I landed in a startup environment and 
all of a sudden I hear speaking about artificial intelligence, about blockchain technology, about software as a service and cloud infrastructure and in a place where I had to do more than the job description I have signed, because this is what we eventually uh, do in a startup. You, you do everything, and, and this is a nice thing and a thing that, that grows, uh, grows you. And it was during the ICO hype period, and in the period when, when events appeared, speaking about blockchain, it was the buzzword uh, for all tech events uh, starting 2016, like it is now. So naturally, when, when we shaped our powerhouse product, if I can call it like this, it's Modex blockchain database, I was already here, and this product is patented and I believe a hundred percent in the benefits it brings and how it can possibly and actually change the way we do things. So I asked for a challenge actually and I received one and I wanted to work uh, with a technology that reshapes the world. So, and so I stayed exactly to do that, reshape the world with software that enables and software that fights uh, the most important threat of our times which is data security. So in short, I landed by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, landed by mistake, but that's a good mistake because yeah, exactly. you know it when you like it, then that's a good mistake you made. <laughs> so uh, now that we are having today our Women in Tech session, and it's a very common question. So when I started, I, I was... I also have a background in engineering. I studied in tech. Uh, I graduated as a tech. Uh, so my experience working in tech was very different. And that inspired me to start my journey to diversity, inclusion, to help the tech companies understand how to build a better company culture. But we have different experiences. So let's hear a little bit about that. And maybe also, Laura, you can share a bit about your journey because you have had such a long journey uh, in tech as well. So let, um, let's uh, talk about what has been the experience being a woman in tech? Yeah, I, I'm happy to say that uh, I was lucky enough to have never felt discriminated, to use this strong word, against in any way along my career or during my education. And, and I have worked in, uh, in environments where skill over gender was the norm. The skill was the norm. I, I can, if I can say a fun fact, maybe even at, at my first interview and my first job, um, the CEO there hired me because we graduated the same school, not because uh, I was on. But additionally, I would say that maybe uh, men around me preferred women more in IT, um, uh, in the IT industry, because women have uh, maybe some skills which are better pronounced with them than with men, like attention to detail, just like my colleague said, attention to detail is something that we, we, uh, we favor. Uh, Stuff like, and this has happened with me at Modex as well, because this is the company where I was able to reach my first C-level position ever. And, and I do feel here that I'm empowered. Um, yeah, so this is how I become a chief development officer. That's really interesting <laughs> when you say, you know, your company empowers you because it's very inspiring to hear such stories because a lot of time we do hear different kinds of stories as well. And of course, all the experiences are different and important. Mm -hmm. um, but what is then like... Um, what makes this experience a positive experience? Because that's my work. What I dedicated now my entrepreneurial journey towards that what makes some people's experience in a company really good? Is it like the leaders? So were, you, were your leaders very uh, inclusive? Was your company culture open and empathetic? Uh, was it your colleagues? Or like, was it everything about that that created this positive experience for you, which might not be the case for many other companies? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so you can never pinpoint as just one thing which empowered me along the way. It always is a combination of, of factors, like from uh, the education, uh, the, the quality of the university I graduated, like uh, the family, the way I was brought up, my self-esteem, uh, uh, the market expectations, the labor market expectations, or uh, the stereotypes that you currently have in the country, all these contribute to, contributed uh, to the way I was brought up to this industry and the way I, I felt empowered uh, in this kind of environment. Plus, I worked in companies where um, gender equality was important and was part of their political uh, uh, procedures, let's say. So uh, it was already a norm when I joined. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's that answers quite a lot um, in a way that there is a lot of companies, if there are companies here watching this, this uh, session with us today, who are thinking about how to create a better gender balance or how to create a company culture. Um, I think it's very important for them to know that it's all about people and their values and how they create this environment. And if it's just uh, building that culture, which can really... Mm -hmm the experience of everybody no matter what background they come from so i think that's uh, super important in that way but moving on from this topic because we have been discussing a, a lot about the gender topic um, so let's move on to a little bit about journey topics and uh, I, I would like to ask to you laura about you have been building like such a tech heavy product from scratch and you said that you landed into blockchain by accident Mm -hmm. So and you have been then partnering up with really huge tech brands like Microsoft. Uh, what has been the experience in that regard? What did you learn? Um, and what did you what would you tell people or women um, seeing this session today uh, that what kind of things um, you should be carrying in order to take these kind of tasks? Just to start with, I, I never expected, never ever, and I'm honest when I say this, expected such a huge name like Microsoft to be such an involved partner for companies at the beginning of their role. They really are by your side. And I have never seen this appetite for helping idea, idea, an idea grow with, with any other big company. And I'm very thankful for, for that. Uh, just to have a little bit of background, our company's journey with Microsoft started a year ago and we were accepted into the Microsoft for Startup program. I think it was even presented before in, uh, on the main stage. And, and at the end of last year, uh, Modex's product, Blockchain Database, which is a patented product, was integrated with Microsoft Azure. And through this technological integration, Modex now offers uh, this middleware solution as an infrastructure, as a service offering on an Azure, uh, on the Azure cloud ecosystem. So Azure beneficiaries are now able, you are able to deploy Modex BCDB in, in these subscriptions. And recently, because of that, uh, Modex has earned as well uh, the Microsoft core cell ready status. And this was a confirmation that what we do matters and has, of course, enabled us to access new markets. And all of this because Microsoft was and is for us a trustworthy and, and involved partner. And the lessons I have learned along with this journey is the first thing I would say that partnering with such big companies like Microsoft is always, always a thing to consider when you're a startup that wants to grow because Sorry, it might actually shorten uh, your road to success. And the second thing I would say, a job well done always pays off. <laughs> this is one of my, my mantras. And the, sec the third thing I have learned, Microsoft is a reliable partner. And 
This demonstrates that demonstrated somehow that Microsoft has validated our in-house technology. This is what this partnership has done for us. And this was a, an important step for them as well, because uh, this tech giant, because this is a tech giant, is, is bold and open towards, it's showing boldness and openness towards uh, the emerging technology sector, which is full of startups these, these days. And just to, uh, to finalize, you asked me as well what I would advise women, because I don't make a difference between women and men. I would say the same lessons, the same advices I, I would apply for them. Partner with a big company, do your web, your job as well as possible as you can, the best you can do, and trust Microsoft, I would say. <laughs> what about, uh, like, you, you mentioned that as a startup, it's a great thing to partner with the tech giants, but you know it's also a very scary thing to do, yeah. or it's also something that looks like not reachable uh, to many people. What what do you suggest? How to reach out? Uh, how to create your let's say the mindset in a way that believe in your product and uh, reach out and have these big tech giants be accessible to you. How did you reach there? Uh, it was with an email. Everything starts with an email, let's say, or a phone call. So I would advise everyone just to, to if you don't try it, you will never know. So you will just, just uh, dream about partnering with Microsoft and never know because what this partnership does, actually it validates your product. And it is a good thing with a, a, a partner with, which is open, just like Microsoft to just do that, go ahead and sell, sell your product to them. Uh, do you know your product well? Do you know what it does? Are you confident enough in your product so that you can present it to the Microsoft? And this is actually a test. You will not lose anything except maybe time, but even that one is not a lost time. It's a, a time that you spend to learn something. So I just, the advice it's short it's right yeah um let's pivot into back into a little bit on the company culture side on on, on the uh point that we are doing what we are still having these women in tech session and uh, we are still talking about a gender gap what do you think what um do you still see there is a gender gap um or or in your organizations or in general what do you think I must say about myself that maybe I was a bit naive at the beginning of my career thinking that everybody had equal access to education and equal access to technology jobs and maybe they just didn't choose it. Women just didn't choose engineering because they just didn't want it. But I keep reading reports about there is even a report gender gap study which is managed I think by the World Economic Forum. Um, According to a report from 2019, for example, only 18% of board directors have been female in the information technology industry. And within the C-suite, C-jobs, C-level jobs, the gender gap rises. For example, only 3% of CEOs are female, which is the lowest rate across industry. And the situation is, is even worse in the blockchain space where you have 95% of the, the people, the resources are ma male, no matter their role in the industry, C-level or not. And According to the gender gap study, it will close, they made an estimate, it will, the gap, the gender gap worldwide will close in approximately 136 years. But there are huge differences between various parts of the world. Like in Western Europe, it is estimated that the gap will close in 52 years. And in Eastern Europe, in a country where I reside as well, in 134. So 
the data shows as well that the gender gap is more likely to, to uh, be present in fields, exactly the fields that require disruptive technology skills, like the ones that we're talking about, artificial intelligence and robotics and blockchain and computing. And you have here in disruptive technologies, only 29% of the resources are female. And why this happens is still under study. And frankly, I don't know the exact answer to that. The, the gap still exists. The reasons why are various, maybe are the ones that I mentioned before, education, uh, family, environment, uh, I don't the country I live in, my self-esteem, uh, labor market and stuff like that. But, uh, but that's the situation, the gender gap exists Definitely. even today. And also we have been working on this topic quite a lot and we have been also researching on it that why it's happening and of course company culture, how you uh, ask, put job advertisements, but also it starts from very early on where you start mm -hmm. putting, you know, gender labels to, to uh, girls and uh, you don't like math or you like arts kind of thing. So it's a, it's a whole thing uh, from the societal level, from the company level that bringing more inclusion in tech is super important because because we know that inclusion and diversity will create inclusive products. Otherwise, it will be like we are creating products uh, and missing 50% of the world population.